Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Connor Hogan, PhD. You're welcome to The Doc Connor Show. How to avoid racism in sport. Ooh, that's a big one. There's two big things mentioned there. Sport, which is, well, quite active. And racism, which again, unfortunately, is still quite hyperactive. You see, we're trying to avoid the sport being ridiculed by racism. What basis has racism? Hmm. Well, firstly, before we look at the whole sporting context and the reality of racism within it, we need to start looking at what bigger pictures, what bigger things say about it all. Amnesty International revealed that bullying is actually, well, being triggered with mobile phones. It said, quote unquote, the kids in schools send me text messages on my mobile phone saying, quote, you black nigger, bastard, unquote. And the reply, quote unquote, I am afraid to look at my messages. Hmm. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that that is bad language, but also in taking it in context, it's probably a younger person or a more vulnerable person that's receiving those messages from a bully. And that's what a racist is, a bully. They mightn't realize it that they're a bully, but they are. They might be a bully in every and all aspects of their lives, but they are. And what then is behind all of this? Ignorance is behind it all. Fear and ignorance. You see, it's lifeblood of racism is fear and ignorance. It's the unknowingness of what is going on. The unbelievable ignorance is stemming from the fact that a person is not educated or their education is not making them aware or there's something going around other than that like eyesight problems because it's lifeblood bullying leading to racism is fear and ignorance and the counteraction of this is awareness which has its lifeblood from education. You see, integration in society is a natural occurrence that must occur with democratic principles. When this happens through, say, work, college, school, and being actively involved with extracurricular activities, it's a natural flow of things. According to Amnesty International then, to know racism this is a particular project that reported that 36% say of, believe it or not, Irish people in the Western world had reported to have been, had no contact, absolutely no contact with non-Irish nationals within the country of Ireland. Only a handful of million people live on the island of Ireland. And yet this is a fact that has been reported. Now I'm not saying that there is extreme racism by the 36% of people. But the fact is that there is no contact or at that stage there was no contact. Now, when we think of this, this is quite a huge statistic. It's over a third of people in a small society in a westernized world, which has 
perhaps the world's most popular language of English as its prime and main language. And yet there's no contact. And when we consider the modernization of the world with social media, with all forms of media, telephones, dating apps, uh, computers and so on, no contact with Irish nationals in Ireland, 36% of Irish people. That is a, a startling statistic. It means that there's a lack of integration going on from some stations, if not from all sites, both non-nationals and Irish people. But it goes some way to actually try to understand racism because if racism comes from ignorance, if it comes from a lack of overall education, well then surely there is a lack of awareness going to stem from that. And of course, we know that if there's, say, in that particular example of Ireland, where there's 36% of non-contact going on between non-nationals and those natives within Ireland, then there's going to be naturally a racism just going on throughout in some regard. The percentage is going to be stemmed from that in some way. So there are partnerships for sure, like the Native Games in Ireland, the Gaelic Games, which is hurling, camogie, Gaelic football, ladies football, handball, and so on. These have partnerships, thankfully, with the societal leaders, with uh, local community areas and projects and local agencies and so on. And this is a really good thing because then, of course, education is allowed, integration can flow, and there's going to be good things happening. Soccer, the most perhaps popular team sport in the world, is also co-linking, if you like, with the likes of integration bodies. Rugby as well, which is a growing phenomenon and a growing sport, team sport as well, and very easy to play. So therefore non-nationals can also integrate and start to play that. So it's a very good thing that sporting bodies are beginning to open up and educate people. And this is happening in the, the Irish land of Ireland, of course, the west coast of Europe. So if it can happen in Ireland, it surely can happen other places. So this is just an example of racism. People that have been victims of racism in the sporting world then, we spoke about the sporting world. Lewis Hamilton is a fantastic race car driver from the UK. And he said in the most recent past that racism, the whole idea of racism in the modern day, it's just absolutely crazy that it exists it's despicable, he said. Despicable that it exists in modern day world, in the Western world, when we have so much internet, so much television, so much stuff that is just educating people instantaneously through mobile phones, through cellular devices, through screens. And yet we have hatred brought about by ignorance. And yet there is so much happening in our, or on our screens. The English footballers, they experienced this in Montenegro. This was in the same continent, believe it or not. This type of thing is still going on. It's absolutely crazy to realize this. Sport, racism and social media provide a very significant way of understanding the whole social media and why this racism is happening. And we learn then the hows, the whys of why this is happening. And we realize that social media is really providing 
new platforms, new places for people to use old prejudices, old, unfortunately, traditional cultural and ignorant values to actually just elicit the form of racism that has been traditional and has been old hat. So it's giving way for this. But remember, it can also give way to more extensive projections of humanity where we can actually go out there and group together in a social way and we can fight against racism. Case studies in soccer, the National Hockey League, the National Basketball Association in America and cricket, the wonderful popular sport of cricket where all Asians are so loving of the game. This also goes across and cuts across the boundaries of not just race but also creeds within say India alone and isn't that wonderful that Indian cricket people can do that they're showing that there is no racism when they love just one thing cricket well maybe two things the sport of cricket and their Indian cricket team those boys in blue but basically this is what it's all about it's allowing sport to overcome the actual extremism the hatred that racism provides through that fuel of ignorance. So we need to be able to use sport as a conduit, as a machine to carry positivity, to carry awareness and education, to use it as a vehicle to overcome such powerful ignorance that shows mixed people of origin or Chinese or black people or Asians are inferior to the whites or are inferior in other ways. I've also seen places where postings where black people have been insulted and thankfully defended with good postings online. And then yet you have black people saying black is better, but white people mean nothing. That in itself is complimenting black people as they should be, but it's then dictating that black people are better than white people when in fact, there is no difference. We are just different. That's all it is. Like a color in the sky at night and during the day. We are different. We need to grasp the difference. We need to see the difference. We need to let sport grow the differences and use those colors as we do having both different colors of jerseys in a game of football, in a game of cricket, in a game of anything. We can use this to just eradicate racism. We can use it to power the actual instances of racism. Take Paul Pogba, the famous World Cup winner for France. He's a black man. He's extremely dark skinned. Some would say he's a beautifully talented footballer. He was this, he was that, he was the other. He went from one club to another. He had a personality, yet he got racially abused many times. Another footballer, Raheem Sterling, the English footballer, he too was racially abused. Is this correct? No, it's not. Why? Because it comes from ignorance. Ignorance will never, ever, ever teach us anything but just old ways and, you know what, incorrect ways of doing things. If we can learn from sport, we can learn from life. If we can learn from racism, we can learn and bring it into sport and bring it into life as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, perhaps you have a different view on things. I, for one, realize that there are solutions. What are the solutions? Well, if you take off our skins, if you take the color from us, 
We all have the same organs. We all have the same brains, ears to hear with, eyes to see with. This is proven through biology. If we mate with each other, we always have, thankfully, organs or we have eyes or ears or whatever that are coming from a, a colored person and a non-colored person if they produce a child. The, solve, the solution also is that one size does not fit all because trying to have race equality in sport requires trying to figure out the different experiences that some providers may adopt or try and have a level playing field. These ideologies that exist. We need to understand that there have to be proper aims in how we try to fight racism. It's like a forest fire. And we need to realize that there will be small little fires here and there, even though we're trying to quench the bigger fire. There is a dryness now. There is fuel for racism. Once we put things online, there's fuel, but we need to fight back. We need to stand up and say, hey, there is room for improvement. We need to realize there's talent in everybody. Everybody has a talent, whether you're black or white, rich or poor. It doesn't really matter your color. It doesn't matter your creed. If you are positive in life, you will then be able to help yourself and beautifully to help others. So in signing off, I want to say sport is a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a thing that can make our emotions go up high, down low, but we can equalize by looking at ourselves and looking at our friends and looking at people on the other team and just shaking hands or bidding them farewell and thank you for the sporting game. And that's what the word is, sporting. It's just doing your physical best, your mental best, your emotional best in the moment, in the time, in the season, in the game, and then just forgetting about it and learning, putting it into life in other ways perhaps, but surely doing it on a fair platform. So thank you for watching and for the next time I hope that you do subscribe. If you haven't already, please do. And if you have, uh, thank you very much. Until next time, have a wonderful day.